welcome to The Grace Space, a space to unlearn what the fitness industry has ingrained in our minds for years. From weights making us bulky to eating 1,200 calories a day, health and fitness can be so black and white, which causes unhealthy relationships with food, exercise, and ultimately, ourselves. When you come to a gray space, you will learn how to stay consistent with the things that genuinely make you feel good and enjoy. So come hang with me and learn how to take back your life without labels, guilt, or restriction. Welcome to the gray space. Hey guys, welcome back to the Gray Space Podcast. My name is Corinne Brown. I am a certified nutrition coach, online trainer, jog mom, who if you can hear Ellie in the background, she literally has something in her mouth. Get get that out of your mouth. What is that? Get it out. I'm a wife. Shopping might as well be my middle name. I love helping women like you create a healthy lifestyle and ultimately unlearn all the BS that we've been told about what we should restrict and how we should look. So now that you know a little bit about me, welcome. We've just become best friends. I hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. I'm sure today kind of feels like a Monday, but tomorrow we are already halfway through the week, so you can just look at it like that. Let's jump right into the question of the day. How do you become disciplined to be healthy? Those of you that are new, I first start off by reading the black and white answer that Google gives us first, and then we get into the gray. So Google says, a key to maintaining self-discipline is setting short and long-term goals that are attainable. Exercising seven days a week might not be realistic. Life gets in the way with busy work and family schedules. However, exercising five days per week is more of an attainable goal. (laughs) All right, I'll hand it to you, Google. That wasn't as black and white as I thought. You did mention like life gets in the way, we get busy with work and family schedules, but we definitely need to get more into the gray space with this one. I do agree. We need to make them realistic, but for someone that has never worked out or hasn't in a very long time, five days is a lot. So we need to take this in baby steps. So when it comes to exercise, ask yourself, what can I keep up with in 10 years? And be so honest with yourself. If that's just walking for 10 minutes every day, start with that. This is going to create a domino effect because once you start showing up every single day, even if it's messy, You're building confidence and you're proving to yourself that you can do these things, which can, of course, be built upon. Next would be acknowledging those small wins, like going on that walk or maybe making a home-cooked meal instead of ordering out. Replacing these bad habits with healthy ones aren't going to be easy because you've had these habits ingrained in your brain for a while now. And you're going to slip up from time to time because we are human and that is normal. But be proud of yourself when you achieve those small wins because they add up so much more than you think. All right, guys, let's catch up. This is when I talk about my life for those of you that are new here. I don't really have that much to catch up on from last week. So this is going to be kind of brief. 
those of you that messaged me about my latest fertility update in the last episode, thank you so much. Your prayers and sweet messages mean the absolute world to Bobby and I. So I just wanted to start off by saying that. I was doing client check-ins the other day and I send my feedback through a video recording. And I noticed as I was making one of those recordings a huge wave of nausea came over me and it sucks that anytime I have any type of like pregnancy symptom, I tend to kind of freak and get excited and then I look into everything and I'm really trying not to do that anymore because I end up just in like a full-blown depression after I get my period. So really trying my best to just chill and not look up any symptoms and continue to just take care of myself and just trust God's timing. But every month he like looks at me and he's like, you're pregnant, you're pregnant. But he's like, I can feel it, you're pregnant. I'm like, you were wrong the last two months and I know you're trying to be sweet, but like, can you stop? Because you get me so excited. But I really have not felt any different other than that weird wave of nausea. I was like, what the hell is this? But it's gonna be hard because once I am pregnant, I'm not gonna be able to tell you guys for a while. That, that is gonna be so hard for me but it'll be worth it for sure. Something that has been on my mind recently that is starting to stress me out is I am completely addicted to my phone and it's actually starting to concern me. There will be times that I go on my phone to do something and I immediately click on Instagram or TikTok and forget what I was even doing And then I'm there for like five minutes until I catch myself and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, what did you get on your phone to begin with? And I don't even want to look at my screen time because it's probably embarrassing to admit or in fact, I know it is. But if there was one thing that Bobby hates that I do, it's that I'm constantly on my phone or when I'm on my phone and he's talking to me, I just completely zone him out. I don't know if it's like just a me problem, but I can't read or watch something on my phone and listen to someone at the same time. And he gets so pissed at me, which I don't blame him. I mean, I would too, because I don't like being ignored, but apparently I do this a lot and he brings it up all the time. So recently what I've been doing is I have a curfew to be off of my phone around 7 30, 8 o'clock. It's a hard stop at eight. My goal is to get to a point where I am only on social media if I am creating my own content. Because I like social media. I enjoy it. Like this is a huge part of my job and I'm on my phone a lot due to that. But I need to stop consuming so much because I've noticed that when I do this, I have more anxiety I tend to compare myself way more to other people. So when I am creating social media posts while consuming so much, it doesn't feel as authentic. I get more in my own head. I compare myself more to what someone else is doing. I question everything. So if I don't do that, it feels more authentic to me. If social media was not such a big part of my job, I would entirely delete the apps or at least like I would delete TikTok because I'm not as addicted to Instagram as I am TikTok. It's a horrible habit and I have the necklines to prove it, honestly. So if you are someone that is struggling with this too, I highly recommend deleting the apps. My girlfriend just did that and she bought herself a Kindle 
and she's just replacing the screen time on her phone with actually reading something and she says she just feels so much better. So my goal is to get to a point where I am only on social media if I am creating and editing my own content and not consuming everyone else's. Sometimes you just got to call yourself on your bullshit. So that's what I'm doing right now. Which brought me into really thinking about my goals. Like sometimes we just have to go back and refresh our mind of what are we working on and what are we wanting to accomplish. And even though like, yes, I know my goals, writing them out again and just reminding myself of the things I need to work on helps me so much and it gives me a better perspective and you're able to figure out where you're progressing, where you're wasting time, where you can be better with your time. As I was revamping my goals, I wrote a get my shit together list where I wrote down my morning routine, the things that I need to accomplish during work time, my nighttime routine, and the things that I need to improve on. I'll share with you the things I need to improve on because maybe you need to too, but I put getting off my phone and replacing it with reading and walking more, researching ways to continue to build this podcast, get better at converting my content on here to social media, I will say like long forms of content really provide high value and this is why I love having this podcast and it's very difficult for me to provide value in like a one to three minute video. So this is why I like having the podcast because as you can see, our question of the day response can be pretty lengthy sometimes because there is a lot of gray space within the health and fitness community and Trying to give someone an answer within one to three minutes can be very difficult. So I need to get better at that. And lastly, update my Poshmark. I told you guys I have about 20 bags of clothes that are literally just sitting in my spare bedroom from last week and I still have not gotten to them. So gotta make sure that I do that. And I do believe in the mantra of work smarter, not harder. So I'm making sure that I'm just utilizing my time better. Sometimes just revisiting your goals can re-inspire you to just get back on your shit. So we just came back from a three-day weekend. Some of you might be feeling refreshed and relaxed from the extra day off. But I'm guessing most of you are really questioning all the decisions you made when it came to food and alcohol over the holiday weekend. I, for one, have a shit ton going on this weekend. I'm recording this Friday right before all the activities, but I am totally going to be going off of my little wholesome weekend routine when I don't have as many plans. I am going out tonight, this is Friday, to an Italian restaurant where, oh my gosh, guys, I'm so looking forward to this. They make the most incredible pasta dishes we're bringing wine. There's an ice cream place right next door. So it totally goes against all my dining out tips for traveling from last week. But there are times that I want to overindulge. And this is 100% one of those occasions. This isn't like I do this every weekend. And this is where you need to understand like times like this is okay. Then Saturday, 
Bobby's dad is turning 60, so another birthday party. And when I tell you guys, this family goes ham for birthday parties. Bobby keeps saying, like, my dad only turned 60 once, so we, we will see how this goes. And then Sunday, we are going to a brunch at my grandma's, and then we are celebrating a friend's 30th birthday at their pool. In this week's episode, I want to talk about how to get back on track after indulging. This could be a weekend like mine, a bachelorette trip, a vacation. Maybe you went to three weddings in a row for like each weekend. How do we stop the panic and the feeling like crap about ourselves when we come back from weekends like this? I used to feel so guilty that I would ruin the memories by feeling so awful about all the decisions I made when it came down to food and drink choices. And I would replace all those fun memories with guilt of why the hell did you order pizza and eat half of it whenever you got home? And why did you drink all of those margaritas? Or the anxiety is telling you now you have so much catching up to do to feel better or to lose the weight that you might have gained. But because we have so much making up to do, we don't want to do anything at all. And then we're just in this horrible state of mind of like, I don't know what to do and I don't know where to even begin. So this is what you're going to do after indulging to get back on track. First and foremost, guys, you have to talk nicely to yourself and not feel guilty. Weekends like this are supposed to be fun. Drinking a bunch, eating really yummy foods, and spending time with your family and your friends, that's a part of life and it's meant to be enjoyed. Do not talk badly about yourself. Think of all of the fun memories instead that you can just look back on because feeling guilty and talking shit on yourself isn't gonna make you feel any better. It's just going to make you feel worse. It's not changing anything. So tell yourself, it is in the past. We can't change the past. And we just have to move on. Here's something that's going to make you feel better though. You did not gain any body fat over that period of time. If that scale went up, all that puffiness and bloating that you feel, that's water weight. You can't gain body fat within over a weekend. You have to eat literally over like 3,500 calories over your maintenance in order to gain just one pound of body fat. So don't even bother getting on the scale. It's just going to piss you off. You didn't gain body fat and the water weight will go away. Now, the last thing that you need to do is feel like you need to make up or punish yourself from the weekend. Drinking tons of celery juice and going hard on the cardio this week is most likely going to cause you to binge and then you get into this pattern of the binge and restrict. Get back to just what you typically do. What do you normally have for breakfast? Just stick with that. I would avoid eating out for a week just so you have some fresh home-cooked meals, but start your day with a high-protein balanced breakfast. You're most likely going to have a lot of carbon sugar cravings from everything that you ate over the weekend because sometimes when we have more sugar, we crave more. So when you are 
eating more foods that have protein and healthy fats, that can take those cravings away. I'm not telling you to take carbs out entirely, but just make sure that you're pairing it with a healthy fat and a protein. So for example, good old avocado toast with an egg on top, or if you can't do eggs like me, get some chicken sausage. I've been on this kick right now where all I do is just cut up half of an avocado. I smash it and put it on sourdough bread. I put a lot of pink salt on it that has magnesium and electrolytes guys do not be afraid of pink himalayan salt or sea salt it is so good for you and then i'll drizzle hot honey and then i will have five little chicken sausage links my mouth's watering right now i'm recording this in the morning and i'm going to make that as soon as i'm done with this because it is so good or you can literally just fry two eggs and put it over top of it I miss eggs so much, but my face doesn't like them, so I can't have them. What you also want to do is get back to your typical workout routine. If you go do a workout class, go do one. Don't double up on them. Or if you go to a traditional gym, don't go ham. Try a full body workout so you're targeting each muscle group. Go a little lighter to get your body used to everything again and make a promise to yourself that you're going to go to bed earlier because that is how your body is going to rest and repair itself. So maybe try to get to bed at 9, 10 o'clock every night this week to ensure that you're getting those 7 to 8 hours of sleep that you need because I'm sure that you lacked a lot of sleep from the previous weekend. I don't know why this is so overlooked and I feel like it's our generation that praises you for doing so much and not getting any sleep but it's literally like the dumbest thing you can do and in my opinion the least sexy thing that you could do. You want to be hot? Get your sleep. There are so many cons to not getting a good night's sleep. Sorry if that was a little harsh but like that's the number one thing and probably the thing that I should have mentioned first because it is that important. Don't forget to add some self-care in there. It doesn't have to be extra long, but like an Epsom salt bath, maybe dry brushing, a little lymphatic drainage massage, a hair mask, self-tan. This stuff makes us feel good and like we are a little more put together. I always feel great after doing that. You could be like me and reorganize your entire kitchen and closet to feel put together, but maybe you just keep your environment clean. You know what they say. Clean your space, clear your mind. Overall, just give yourself a couple days of getting your shit together and you are going to feel as good as new. The last thing you want to do is get into a pattern of the restrict binge because by the time the weekend comes and all you've had is celery juice and chicken, you're going to want to have all the pasta, ice cream, fries, and then the cycle starts over again. And keep in mind, after drinking, the chemical imbalance in your brain does have an effect on you days after. It's sometimes hard to shake it because you feel more anxious and stressed, so don't beat yourself up. Be kind to yourself and give yourself a couple days of normalcy, and you should be feeling as good as new. I hope this was helpful for you guys, and anytime you go on a little bender, a little overindulgence here and there, listen to this episode and remind yourself these things. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Do not forget wherever you are listening to, to hit that follow or subscribe button, rate the podcast. It would mean, guys, it would mean so much to me, seriously. 
but I'll talk to you soon. See ya!